0: Right. well, welcome in to another episode of your Marriage Matters with Ken and Shar. It's uh, great to have you in with us. How you doing Ben?
1: I'm doing good. It's, it's, it's good? hot outside. <laughs> we're in the middle of that California.
0: Does that heat surprise you?
1: Dome? <laughs> well, this is a little bit excessive. It is, but it is. it's pretty hot. so what I'm excited about today is that we're talking about a tool that's huge. maybe, maybe like an air conditioner right now. How I feel about my air conditioner. Because if I didn't have it, I don't know how I'd be coping right It is now. that kind
0: of tool. Yes. It's 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 one that if you don't have it in your bag, mm-hmm. you're gonna be in the weeds yeah. really, really quick. You're gonna feel and the really, heat really, really often. You're
1: gonna feel the heat all the time. <laughs> so we
0: uh we call this tool expectation and disappointment. So you can just by the title, I know you can kind of tell where we're going with all this, but what I'd love to do is just pray real quick. Yeah. Okay. Father, just uh, bring encouragement, Lord, to every couple that mm-hmm. would might ever hear this. Uh, we pray, Lord, that you would just strengthen and encourage them. May your word be an encouragement to us. Uh, we acknowledge, Lord, your goodness in creating marriage for us and for your glory, uh, so, Lord, through all this, we pray that you would advance your kingdom's work in each of our lives and families and homes, and we commit it to you now in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. Amen. Amen. So let me start with a story, yeah? Okay. This is, a, this is a, a true life story. This is real life, man. We have
1: a lot of those.
0: We do. We uh, We have three children, and at a time when we felt like they were ready to spend some time without us having to be there. So our oldest daughter was in her teens, and uh, and we left, I think it was an overnighter, right? I babe? think so. Uh, and I think we went to the beach or something. We live in central California. So we shot over to the coast and we gave each child things to do, right? Some, <laughs> some, some, some responsibilities. <laughs> Which didn't
1: work that great, yeah. but it's okay. It's okay. So,
0: so uh, at the time, our, our middle child, our, my son, Blake, he was doing the lawns with me and for me and stuff. So that was part of his chores from time to time. So I said, look, Blake, do, do the The lawn while I'm gone. The summertime here, you got to cut your grass every week here where we live because it just grows out of control. Mm -hmm. And being gone on that weekend, I wouldn't have a chance to do it. So uh, I said, do the lawn, right? And he said, dad, you got it, man. I'm all in. So that was the deal. So we get home and uh, the The, lawnmower was... The lawn was cut. The lawn was cut. Mm -hmm. It was. It had been mowed. The lawnmower was out. The catcher was full of grass. Uh, it was not edged. There were other tools out and things like that when we pulled in. And I remember, uh, oh gosh, I remember. I mean, I'm I'm going to tell on myself here. I was well, frustrated. Well, I
1: mean, Kenny's a lawn Nazi, so yeah. I, there okay, you go. I am. There's I, an issue with the lawn. I,
0: I, admittedly, I'm a lawn guy. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm praying very hard against becoming the get off my lawn guy no. in old age. But right? he's
1: not he's not that picky about other things but the lawn <laughs> for some reason is I'm selectively his picky. Yes, he is.
0: And the lawn is something I select. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, Blake, I drag him out of the house and say, "Son, what is the problem here?" You know, I I told you to, to to do the lawn and you didn't do it. And he looked at me with confused eyes and said, "Dad, I did the lawn." And I said, no, it's not edged. It's not raked. You didn't rake out the flower beds. The tools aren't picked up. Everything's not done. You didn't. And he said, Dad, you said do the lawn. And I remember it was an epiphany for me. I, uh, I felt in that moment, the Lord, I came under real conviction mm-hmm. because that moment of, of tension between him and I, was a me problem, not a him problem, mm-hmm. and that was hard for me to accept. Right, I wanted so bad to make it a him problem. He well, didn't. you
1: wanted him to be a thirty-five-year-old guy that knows how to do a lawn.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had this moment, and I finally looked at. I said, "Son, I, I'm sorry. I, this is a me problem. I'm not entitled to one bit of my frustration or anger. This is me. You did everything I asked you to do. You did the lawn. However, from today <laughs> on." When I say do the lawn, can you and I agree that do the lawn means mow it, edge it, rake it up, put all the tools away. And that is what doing the lawn means. He goes, yeah, dad, sure. I got it, man. And we never had another problem. Mm -hmm. Never, never got cross-threaded over that. Not one more, not, not one more time. What a major lesson that was for me to learn and, and, uh, I, I share that story because it comes from family. It comes from parent-child relationship. Now, we're going to relate it all to husband-wife mm-hmm. relationship here because that's the focus of our podcast is, is making our marriages matter, man. Mm. But but this crosses over into parenting. It crosses over into the workplace. If you uh, are a boss and you are responsible for workers around you, um, neighbors, it really crosses everywhere, any human relationship. Um, this issue of expectation and disappointment is really, really important. In fact, we we would probably confidently say that somewhere around 80% of all of your conflict mm-hmm. as a married couple can be boiled down to failed expectation. Mm-hmm. I expected something. I had a built-in um, expectation of h- how something was supposed to go, how was, something was to be handled or what was to happen. And when it didn't, that failed expectation bothered me. I was left with some stuff in my heart, right?
1: And that's when you know you have a failed expectation. That's when you know you had an expectation is is when you feel yeah. disappointed yeah. and you go, oh, wow, Yeah. this didn't happen. Yep. And then it's you have to need to start reflecting on... Yeah. Was it your lack of communication? Right. Did the person know you had an expectation? Yeah. Sometimes they're just silent or unspoken expectations. You don't even know you have it. Correct. But you do.
0: Right. I mean, even with the with story with Blake, I, I, if you'd asked me what my expectation is for the lawn stuff, I don't know that I could have answered you very well. I had never really thought that through, but clearly because of my disappointment and frustration. In fact, let's, let's identify these things. Failed expectation always leaves us with frustration. Mm-hmm. I'm going to list four things.
1: Okay. I could probably list more.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At the very least, okay, it leaves things. us
0: with frustration,
1: mm-hmm.
0: anger, mm-hmm. growing or deepening resentment, mm-hmm. and then lastly, self-pity. Right, right, I and mean, this is what's left—the residual and in just my heart,
1: basically not liking the person. Well,
0: that's that's where the bottom line is, isn't it? <laughs> um, but but at least we think about those things. I'm I'm frustrated, and when I have failed Charlene some expectations she had of me, there's tension, right? And that that res- it comes from her frustration, possibly anger. If if it doesn't get resolved, gang, it will re- always result in a growing, deepening, festering resentment of mm-hmm. one another, which mm-hmm. is so dangerous for mm-hmm. any relationship. And there's always like a a little twin sister that comes following in here that's uh, self-pity.
1: The self-pity thing, really. Oh, am I yeah. the
0: only one that has to put uh-huh. up with this? You uh-huh. know, am I the only dad that has a, a 13-year-old that can't do the... You know, there's that kind of junk that settles in upon our heart. So this is a really big tool, if for no other reason, because so much marital conflict that you're going to have comes from an expectation you had of your spouse that they don't come through on. And now you're dealing with mm-hmm. those four things at the very least, mm-hmm. frustration, anger, resentment, and probably some self-pity. So let's kind of hang some flesh, honey, on, okay. on what, what these expectations, because I know there's somebody out there going... Oh dude I don't I I don't I just love my spouse. Mm-hmm. I don't have any expectation from them. Right. I'm going okay right? Okay. So let's say let's say I'm one of those people and I I, I want to believe of myself that, that I hold no expectation.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm so of,
0: of Charlotte. Y- yeah I am so gracious mm-hmm. that I don't care. I have no she can have other men. She can come home tonight or not come home. She can spend all of our money up her nose in cocaine she can scream at me, yell at me, smack me around, and I will love, serve, and honor her no matter what because I have no expectation. Well, we we all know that's folly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. In every healthy relationship, there's expectation that keeps that relationship strong and uh, reveals uh, 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 in those expectations being met reveals love and care and concern for each other. So
1: expectations you should have
0: the, that are right to have. Now, not every expectation's healthy. Yeah. This was mm-hmm. my expectation of of Blake that day. Clearly, was not healthy. Right? He did what he understood I was asking him to do. He fulfilled my expectation as far as he was concerned. Right? I the problem was me. I was it, it, my frustration. Anger, if there's resentment, myself was unjustifiable. Mm-hmm. And I had to deal with that, mm-hmm. right? And this is really kind of the beginning of Charlene and I, uh, I think, trying to come to understanding about how easy it is to fail an expectation and how to get through it. So this is going to be a two-parter. We're going to do this in two parts, kind of explain some stuff in this part. And then in, this, in part two, get right down to how do, can we get to the bottom ground and and, and know what she can expect from me and me from her so that we're not constantly failing one another.
1: I just want to give a little history right now of the last year since Kenny's been God, working at home. I don't like home. it when you do this cuz I feel like here it comes. No, no, no. It's it's all good. It's 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 my bad, but um I you know, I've been taking care of the home for a long time and basically so Kenny could do his job and Uh, Things would be done around here, and when he got home, it wouldn't be crazy amount of work that he had to do. So this last year that he's been home, it's it's been a challenge. We we've shared it before. It's been a challenge that we have to learn how to be married a different way when when we work from home together almost all the time, which I love, but it's had its challenges at times. And I was thinking a couple months ago, I was thinking, wow. Wouldn't it be great if, like, Kenny took some of the responsibilities around the house that I normally shoulder or care about, think about? And so I said, Kenny, do you think that maybe you could, like, do these couple of things every day? And he's like, like, chores? And it's like, yeah, like chores, you know, like your responsibility. And he goes, well, anytime you want anything done, you just have to ask me, which is true. He'll do anything I ask him to do. But it's like, but I don't want to have to ask you. And he, he I could tell he balked a little bit, didn't you? A little you? bit, yeah. He's like, well, I don't think I want to, it, it was, it was sh- telling me he didn't want to be responsible for this. He still wanted me to be responsible, I felt. And then well, as, pa- part of that, I
0: gotta admit, <laughs> I just know I'm going to fail because I am like well, he worst forgetful, but yeah. But
1: not on all things. He right. doesn't forget anything about football. So there no, you go.
0: I remember every play of a game. So
1: I know that he can remember. So I said like I want you to check the pool. I would love the pool checked every day because in this California heat we get algae and it just the chemicals need to be taken care of almost every day and then take the blower and blow the leaves down or something like that. I don't know what, remember what it was. And he's like, "Well, and honestly, it was so funny. I don't he didn't really want to agree on it. Because i have setting myself up yeah, for failure, exactly. So he's like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it. I can do that. Or, you know, I'm going, okay, come on. And so we kind of went back and forth a little bit and finally he goes, oh, yeah, that's great. And? And he's done a great job. All right. Are we all listening? Uh, he has done a good, but every day he'll get up and he'll go, well, I need to go do my chores. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, you yeah. know, it is so funny. But I was getting resentful that he was at home every day and had more time, and I didn't feel like I was getting
0: great point. the
1: help right. that I wanted, right. but I hadn't expressed anything to him about it. Sure. So that was a communication that we had to have. If I would have just kept growing in resentment, then that can lead to issues in our marriage. It, it, it does, well, you know, little it was, by
0: little by little. I think it's totally normal that you would have some expectations of me, that shift in my Workload, mm-hmm. being home more than I ever have been. Mm-hmm. I think I think some expectations were totally normal, right. but again, I didn't know what they were. Right. And 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 till we work that out and find a way to resolve, uh, we were stumbling around a little well, heated at, fellowship now at, and then. Now, I,
1: and <laughs> I'm the perfect person of wanting things done, but I don't ever express it. Yeah, he should just know. She I wants
0: me to know so
1: bad. I just want. I, he should see that. And just because I see it doesn't mean that he does, and I've right. had to realize that. But I usually don't express.
0: She's gotten so much, that. honey. you've and gotten so I'm much gotten, better. I've gotten better at uh, being open about it because I, I've told her, "I look, I'm, I'm I'm dumb as a rock. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't read minds. I don't. You know, you you need something, you gotta tell me, and I can hear men all over the world nodding mm-hmm. right now in just agreement. Just tell me,
1: but that they've it, had that conversation. Us, us wives are like but I don't want to have to tell you because oh, yeah. I don't want to be your mommy. It would
0: mean so much more to me <laughs> if you just
1: knew. knew yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that's always been a little so, bit of an so issue. So here we go.
0: Let, here's some of the arenas uh, that these expectations mm-hmm. come in. Okay. Uh, there are, because I know, again, I know people are going, Oh, I don't expect much. We've actually interviewed couples mm-hmm. in groups that we do and stuff where we'll say, okay, I'll call a guy out. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bill, what do you expect from, Jenny, uh, your wife, name one. And they'll stammer and I well, I don't, I don't really just, I don't know, maybe that she loved me a little bit, you know. I go, okay, give me another
1: one. Mm-hmm.
0: And and they're stuck at one right, or two. Right. But in reality,
1: oh yeah, they got a lot.
0: Bill's got hundreds. Yeah,
1: he does.
0: Hundreds. He's just never thought them through. Mm-hmm. And here's some of the arenas that they come in. Number one, there are we come into everybody comes into mm-hmm. marriage, or every believer we know. Comes in with spiritual expectations, right? Every wife has expectations mm-hmm. of what she thinks hubby should the operate spiritual like spiritually. Oh, be. a giant! Yeah. Oh, he should be. It's like I, I think he should be like King David, uh-huh. Elijah, Moses, and Paul, all wrapped up into one awesome and dude. super handsome too,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: good, and good looking to boot, and have a six pack on top of everything else. So, but, but really truthfully, we come in with spiritual expectations and uh, when they're not met, we've, Mm -hmm. we've talked to so many couples, there's a frustration. I think
1: that's a wife thing more than a husband. It seems
0: to be, I have had fewer men Mm -hmm. um, express what frustration or something like that, that. Uh, mostly women. Um, There are, you come in with financial expectations, Mm -hmm. what kind of provider he's going to be or how much she should help uh, dual income and mm-hmm. for us to meet our goals. So there's, there's financial expectations. And if you, if a mayor, if a saver is married to a spender,
1: wow, watch out! you
0: got, you've, you're going to have to get resolve on those expectations mm-hmm. because you're not even, you're not even thinking like you're mm-hmm. on the say on a different no, page. You don't altogether. even look at
1: money the same. No.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, those expectations, again, spiritual, financial, think of giving to the Lord, Think of tithing or giving gifts and offerings to the Lord, which is a biblical precept, right? Part of how we worship Jesus as believers, but couples can even get embroiled where one of them wants to give above and beyond, or or feels this. Mm-hmm. The other one is like going, no, 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 that. And and you can one can be frustrated with the other right. that they're not thinking like them, right? Mm-hmm. So is that a spiritual expectation? Is it a, a financial? Answer is yes, mm-hmm. both. There's social expectations. Um, yeah, the
1: classic introvert marries ver- the classic extrovert because you marry opposites.
0: One one gets married and says, I mm-hmm. want my house to be filled with mm-hmm. people all the time. All the time. I, want I want it to be a party. I want to play games and, and experience Jesus among us. And, and the in
1: laws to come spend the weekend yep. with us all the time and have the grandkids yep. here. Yep.
0: And that other one says, No, my home is my retreat. Mm-hmm. I don't want human beings in my house with <laughs> me. <laughs> It's usually the
1: guy. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so there's, again, there's mm-hmm. conflict there. We And that's just three areas right. we've mentioned. There's so many more. There's domestic expectations. This gets to be a real problem. This, what is
1: this? Help around the house?
0: Yeah. Well, food. Okay. So some guys, if you grew up with a, men, hear me. If you grew up with a mommy that fixed you breakfast every morning and catered to you and you didn't even have to clean up your dishes and, but- but your wife
1: works full time,
0: right? Or and, and is expecting help in that arena, mm-hmm. right? Now you got you're going to have conflict mm-hmm. over that, and you're going to bring into your marriage mm-hmm. an expectation you never really thought through. But the first yeah. time she throws a TV dinner down in front of you, half warmed up, and says, "Here you go, bub. You're going to go." Wait a minute, time out. I didn't think it would be like this.
1: Or when you come home from work, both of you, and say, "What's for dinner?" And she says, "I don't know. What's for dinner? I don't know. Dinner? What
0: are you making?" <laughs>
1: Where are you taking me? I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh lord. You can see we're laughing because
1: we, we had all these We oh, have yeah. fumbled every, around every single one of in these. every
0: single one of these arenas.
1: And I'm sure you have too.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um who takes those domestic expectations? Who who gets the oil oil changed mm-hmm. in the cars? If you, if, oh. <laughs> <laughs> now I didn't know that, see? I'm learning. Uh, who takes care of the flower beds? uh, Charlene. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but do you see, um, do you see how many ways you can get cross-threaded mm-hmm. on these, on these issues? There's parenting expectations, who does the discipline, mm-hmm. who, um, uh, is the, is the nurturer and, and all of that. You get into clearly one of the biggest arenas: sexual mm-hmm. expectation. Each person comes in with, uh, an expectation of what their sexual life is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And rarely does it look like either one of them has imagined. There's, uh, believe it or not, there's hygiene expectations. Um, What my spouse should look like in year 20 of marriage.
1: Or smell like. Or Or smell like. I never said that. Are you talking about me? I can't believe you just said that. smell really good all the time. (laughs) So uh,
0: there's there's those hygiene expectations. There's communication expectations. Um, How uh, how much, uh, Charlene had an expectation that I would be a very talkative, chatty fellow, well, and I'm is, not so much. he is
1: with everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. Oh my yeah, gosh. It is.
0: So, uh, and there's time expectations. Uh, how much time am I home? How much time... Uh, Undivided, am I able to give her and her me? So look, that was six or eight.
1: It can go on and on. It does. It goes on and on to every arena of your life because you're not the same two people. You think differently. You have different perspectives. You were raised differently. These are two. We're two completely different people trying to get on board on this on these issues without hurting each other. So where do these?
0: Let's ask the question. It's a big one. Where do these expectations come from? This is this becomes a problem. Most of the time, our expectations come from our life experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. What I saw m- I agree. happening in my home, uh, some, their expectations come from watching too much romantic TV mm-hmm. or reading romantic novels. I mean, or it can- Or
1: social media.
0: You can get, yes, uh, where people splash out on social mm-hmm. media- how awesome their life is. Now, nobody's going to splash on social media their arguments in their living room mm-hmm. and how ugly their life can get mm-hmm. sometimes. But so you you start expecting certain things mm-hmm. uh, and you get that and it's filtered to us a lot of times just through life experience right. rather than from a biblical perspective. Right. What biblically should I be counting on? Mm-hmm. What are the expectations that make my marriage healthy, oh, right. not filled with potholes that we hit mm-hmm. going down the mm-hmm. road of life uh, that jar us at the teeth, mm-hmm. you know So we're gonna we're gonna turn a corner realizing we all bring in hundreds of expectations in every arena.
1: Now Thou- some of us thousands.
0: Absolutely. So let's turn a corner now and talk about what can I expect and this is where we want to start now mm-hmm. we're gonna end this episode with this thought and then uh, in the next episode, we're going to get into more detail of how to answer that question. What can I, what am I legitimately supposed to be expecting from Charlene? And
1: you know, that's a really good question for anyone that's listening to really think about right now. You think about what do I really expect from yeah. my spouse? Big time. And if you're s- honest, yes,
0: there's hundreds,
1: right, right, right. And you, you need to get real with that because yep. this is, This area causes so much conflict. The majority of your conflict will come from this.
0: So we're going to get real specific in our next episode with how to, when we have a different expectation and we're working through it, someone's frustrated or angry. Mm -hmm. How do we quit wounding each other through failing an expectation? Um, But suffice it to say, this is where we start. So let's answer the question. What can I expect from Charlene? And she, from me, number one. And we've talked about this before, is the very things she vowed Mm -hmm. to me and that I vowed to her 46 years ago Mm -hmm. at our wedding, when we made a covenant, we entered an we entered into an oath together before the Lord. And it said something like this: I promise to love you, honor you, and cherish you for better, for worse, for richer for poor, in sickness and in health, until death parts us. Just let's just stop there for a minute. If I would with intentionality just do that right we would cut out a lot of these failed expectation problems that, right. that all couples seem right. to have so uh, what can charlene expect from me let's i'm going to put it in that framework mm-hmm. right now i know right now as i'm sitting here recording this that charlene has every legitimate right to expect from me those behaviors mm-hmm. to behave towards her in ways that make her feel loved and honored that we can use the word respected Mm -hmm. there and cherished. We can also use the word valuable or Mm -hmm. valued there. I know that when I wake up tomorrow morning, I do well if I look in the mirror and go, okay, today, that's the legitimate expectation upon your life, Kenny, Mm -hmm. is that you behave towards her in a way that makes her feel loved and honored and valuable or cherished. And And if she wakes up, and does business that same way and recognizes, okay, we'll work through all those little details. But the one thing I know he legitimately it, can expect from me and should expect
1: from mm-hmm. me. And to, I should give him.
0: Absolutely. You bet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's hard to do. This is why no, we This is, really hard this is why we started, our very first two or three episodes were on the vow, mm-hmm. the importance of the vow. And what we're doing right now, as we turn a corner, and wrap up, is taking you right back mm-hmm. to help... Uh, resolve expectation and disappointment that comes from failed expectation, if we just start there, we're going to get a long way down the road.
1: Well, all marital conflict, if you go back to the vow... You can shut it down absolutely with the vow. Absolutely, but it's just hard to hang flesh on it, and I think yep. that's what we'll do in the next episode: yep. is hang the flesh on yep. how to work through these expectations and figure out what's good for our lives and what we can what right. we can truly expect on the day to day issues yep. that we just mentioned here. How we can resolve that? Because you, you you think of love, honor, and cherish. You go okay. Well, how do I do that? Yeah. What do you mean?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well,
1: it, I don't know. Some people just arena, don't. In this in arena, domestic, how do I do that? How yeah. do I do that? Yeah. So. So
0: we're going to get a little bit more specific. Let me just end with one little okay. teaser here that the 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 gap between what I'm expecting and what expectations expectations floating around in my heart and what she is attaining. The that distance between those two things, what the expectation is and what's being achieved is what's killing us. Mm-hmm. How to close that gap mm-hmm. is what we're talking about Right between what is expected and what's achieved. And let's face it, I know that you're all thinking, well, the only way to do that is to compromise, right. lower the bar of expectation, raise the bar of what's being attained. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. But now how do we communicate? Right.
1: That? Without Without Losing shouting, it? screaming and, you know, yeah,
0: that's where mm-hmm. we're going is how to work through that, get compromise and understand what the expectations mm-hmm. really are and that those expectations are attainable right. for your partner. Right.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right. This is fun, babe. Yeah. It is fun. This was a good one. Looking forward to the next episode. Hope you join us. Let me just encourage you if you want to kind of learn more about Char and I and, and about what we do, you can uh, check into our website at kenandshar.com. And you're always welcome to drop one of us a line. You can get a hold of Charlene at char at or me at ken at kenandshar.com. And hopefully, if the podcast is blessing you and you're being encouraged and strengthened and built up in your marriage, tell somebody about it. We do not self promote, we don't talk about it much. Uh, But we're out there. And if it's blessed you, maybe link a friend to it or something and let somebody know, hey, listen to this. This is encouraging. So we'd love for you to do that. Okay? Thank you. You good, babe? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm great.
0: All right. God bless you. Until next time,
1: remember Mm -hmm. your marriage matters. God bless you. Bye-bye.